The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to this Saturday afternoon broadcast of Shooting from the Hip. I'm Jeff Pedro in with Mark Avery, and we're from Sim Trainer, the Dayton area's first indoor range and firearms training center. You can visit us on the web at sim-trainer.com. You can give us a call at the range at 937-293-3914, or you can stop by our range located at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine, and we'd be more than glad to discuss with you anything about guns or gun-related issues. I want to talk. I want to start off today's show by mentioning that uh, several times over the the last several years, uh, particularly over the last couple of years, I've talked about how grateful I am to be affiliated with WHIO, and and I continue to uh, have that uh, feeling reinforced on almost a weekly basis. And, in this and past, it's not just the the station itself, but it's also the WHIO listeners. That's absolutely great right. Great group of people. That's right. And people I'm, who really I, care and want to get the I, right answers. I'm so grateful. And this past week. Um, I was paying attention to a couple of uh, the shows, and I happened to hear a uh, um, advertisement that was uh, narrated by um, Tom Michaels, who is a longtime WHIO affiliate. And he claimed um, he, my, my argument all along has been that uh, um, WHIO and affiliate stations report real news, and a lot of the national wet networks. They're going to report what sells, the time that they're trying to sell, and what's dramatic and that sort of thing. And I'm going to have Mark just play for our listeners the, the ad that you may or may not have heard, heard uh, on the radio that plays regularly so that we can lead into what I'm trying to get make this all about. This has been WHIO as long as I've known it. And I point to the fact that a lot of stations, news went out the door years ago. This is a station that takes news seriously. Absolutely. I believe, like many of you probably believe, you're sick of it. News went out the door years ago. WHIO and its affiliate stations uh, take news seriously, and they report news. I listen to things. I pay attention to local crime news, people that are in trouble, um, uh, maybe uh, crime tendencies around the Miami Valley. Um, they address traffic problems. And, and uh, you know, with our situation with 75 going smack down the heart of the greater Dayton area, traffic problems are a, a, a frequent occurrence. And it's an issue for all of us trying to get from point A to point B on almost a daily basis. This past week, I heard some, uh, some segments on some Olympic hopefuls. Um, you know, the, the Winter Olympics are coming up and there's some local talent that either competed for that and or are involved in that uh, that process. And that's great stuff. I've heard stories about um, the military deployments, uh, soldiers that have been deployed or, or military personnel that have been deployed in the various theaters throughout the world. Uh, some good stories, some bad stories, but nonetheless, we need to know about them. And I think us knowing about them, having a chance to think about them, to pray and offer goodwill to the, the, the individuals who have returned in or their family members, those are good things. And there's so many other things on the local level that in the course of 30 minutes that they cram in there, that's good information for us to know, as opposed to a lot of the national networks and a lot of the fake news and garbage that they're spinning hour after hour after hour. And it's sickening. And I have to tell you, I reported months ago that I'd turned away from those channels, and I've been paying atten attention to the local channels, especially WHIO, and it's a real it's a real pleasure to see that playing out, that they're reporting real news. And, and that's one thing that Mark and I take very seriously because um, due to our affiliation with WHIO, we want to let people know that our, our purpose for being here is to report factual information, to debunk a lot of the um, the junk that's out there, and to give our listening audience a voice to talk about gun-related matters, because for a long time, that was something that was not 
Uh, not only was it not available, it just people thought that probably wasn't the right thing to do. And I remember some of the hoops I had to jump through way back when we started this show, but we had some really uh, great um, uh, advocates, Tommy Collins being uh, probably the, the, the first uh, person who really uh, latched on to the idea that I presented. And, and since then, we've had a great affiliation. But I just want to give thanks to the, the staff and the, the ownership and the, the people who run this organization for letting me be a part of it and for thanking them as a listener and as a member of the, the greater Dayton area, being able to see that local news on a daily basis. And along those same lines, and I mentioned earlier our listeners, those of you who have called into this show and had questions, we have some really great input that we get from you. Sometimes even you've corrected us or you've given us information we didn't have. And the fact that you're engaged, that you pay attention to what's going on, that you actually critically listen to the information that you receive through whatever the news media is, and then you process it and you you look at it and say, yes, I, I'm going to accept this because it comports with what I already know to be true. I can do research and I can get the facts. And that's one of the things that we wanted to be able to do as part of this show because we felt that more often than not, Gun issues were not reported based on facts, but more based on feelings. And you would get input from people who had an agenda, and they would make statements as if they were fact, and then they would be simply reported as this person said that, but there would be no uh, no critical analysis that went along with that. And so that's one of the things we wanted to do, was to make sure that the data that we talked about in this show was factual and that we could back it up with data. And Mark, that leads me right to my main point for today's show. I just happened to see a uh, um, some a news article that went across some of the, the blogs that I pay attention to. This was from the Violence Policy Center that on uh, Wednesday, January 17th, they had a press release and it was entitled, U.S. Gun Rate Jumps 17% Since 2008 Supreme Court uh, District of Columbia versus Heller decision affirming the right to own a handgun for self-defense. And if you remember, that's a landmark decision that essentially um, had uh, a significant impact in the D.C. area where it allowed people to have possession of handguns and be able to use handguns in self-defense of themselves or others. And the problem with this headline is they're making an assumption that because that landmark decision was handed down in 2008, that that is somehow, some way responsible, factor, yeah. responsible for the 17% jump in gun death rates. Now, here's what we know. Uh, well, first of all, I want to assure you that's not the case. And I'm going to go through some um, some fact patterns here. But I want to give you a little bit more history just about the Violence Prevention Center or Policy Center. They're an anti-gun organization that claims they rely on research and study. The problem is many of their research projects and their studies are very one-sided and information often can't be corroborated and they misrepresent facts. Um they say in their article that the gun policy on federal level and too many states has gone in the wrong direction. Well, what they mean, as Mark and I have discussed, that means they've gone, in most people's mind, in the right direction, but because they're consistent with constitutional mandates and other laws, the Violence Policy Center thinks it go, has gone in the wrong direction. They then make a claim that analysis of some of the data that they've been looking at states that indicates that states with higher rates of gun ownership and weak gun violence prevention laws had the highest overall gun death rates in the nation. And then they argued the reverse also being the case. In other words, states with the lowest overall gun death rates had the lower rates of gun ownership and some of the strongest gun violence prevention in the nation. Now, Mark and I are going to play a game, and this is the first time this game has ever aired on the radio, but we're going to play Name That State, and then oh, we're going to make a point. Fun. This should be fun, Mark. Okay, Mark, all you're going to do is give a one-word answer to the question. Mark, name a state in the United States that has strict gun control laws. California is one. California. All right. Based on 2016 FBI uniform crime reporting data, now we're talking the state with one of the most rigid firearms series of firearms laws in the country they had a total of 1900 murders they had a total of 1368 murders due to firearms and 930 of those 1368 were with handguns now i will tell you that new that california leads the nation 
in total number of homicides and total number of homicides by firearms. Yet they have a very restrictive set of gun laws. So as Mark and I have said so many times, um, criminals don't pay attention to the law and the people perpetuating or perpetrating these crimes are not law-abiding citizens who have their concealed handgun license or who are otherwise in possession of firearms legally. One thing that I think is important to note is that even though they do have the largest number, they also have a large population, and so the the per capita rates aren't the highest in the country. And there are some other states that, in fact, let's just go to another state. I would say maybe Illinois. Uh, and when you when you take Illinois, of course, you're including Chicago, and Chicago has had some just absolutely horrible trends over the last couple of years in terms of violence. So where yeah, do they fall in? Absolutely. Um, Illinois is in the top three. Illinois had a total of 941 murders, 799 of them with firearms, and 720 of the eight of those with handguns. So we've mentioned so many times the debacle in Chicago, and yet um, the Chicago political machine and people affiliated and even people at the national level turn a blind eye to the problems going on to Chicago. They never even address it, let alone try to analyze it to see what the problem is. I will just tell you from personal knowledge, local law enforcement is doing the best they can, but they constantly run into obstacles with the, the mayor's office and the city manager and the, the city officials who, who pretty much handicap them and, and handcuff them, literally and figuratively, um, from doing their job the way they need to. Now, on the other side of the, that whole argument, we've talked about this. Mayor Giuliani took a New York, state of New York that was out of control uh, back in the mid to late 90s on into the, I believe it was on into the 2000s, and literally turned things around. Um, New York, uh, even though it probably has one of the largest uh, populations nationwide concentrated urban population concentrated yeah. urban New population had a total of 628 total murders only 367 still a big number but 367 of them um, were done with firearms now think about that that's a a town with when you look at the entire greater metro area probably over 20 million uh, it's a huge it's a huge population so um, they've done some great things they have very restrictive firearms laws and they let their police um, do what they need to do to do it. But the point I wanted to make by all this was when the Violence Pre Prevention Center just shouts out statistics, particularly blaming the 17% increase in gun-related crime over the last uh, eight or nine years on the Heller decision in uh, the D.C. area, it's absolutely ludicrous. It's irresponsible. It's negligent. Um, they, they just can't make that argument. You know, Mark, and one of the other things I want to do, I want to talk a little bit um, when we come, we're going to take a break in just a minute, but I want to talk a little bit about when they talk about firearm-related laws, it's my assertion, we already know there are lots of federal laws on the books, lots of state laws across the country on the book. And when the, when the states, most of the time, um, modify a law to make it easier for law-abiding citizens to obtain a gun, to carry a gun, and potentially use a gun, that doesn't mean they're, um, in, in the truest sense, that they're loosening the restrictions on guns, in my opinion. No, but that is exactly what people like the Violence Policy Center use as their definition of loosening gun laws and making things less restrictive. All right, we're going to take our first break for the hour, but if you'd like to get in on this discussion, please call the studio at 457-1290, and we'll get you up on the board. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Attention hunters, target shooters, collectors. The Springfield Gun Show returns to the Clark County Fairgrounds this weekend. The Springfield Gun Show, always on target. With everything you need for the shooting sports and self-defense, take advantage of discount gun show prices on modern, antique, and collectible firearms, rifles, shotguns, handguns, knives of every description, ammo, hunting supplies, reloading supplies, optics, camo, military surplus, military antiques, coins, books, and much more. Don't miss your chance to buy, sell, trade up, and cash in at the Springfield Gun Show at the Clark County Fairgrounds, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 9 to 4. Admission $7. Children under 12, free with adult. Saturday admission good for both days. Free parking. The Springfield Gun Show. This weekend at the Clark County Fairgrounds. I 
70, exit 59 in Springfield. More info and dollar off admission coupon at cegunshows.com. That's cegunshows.com. See you at the show. Please join Baseball Hall of Famer Rod Carew at the Shear Family Heart and Sports Community Conversation Series on Wednesday, January 31st at 7 p.m. at the Dayton Marriott. Tickets are available by contacting the Heart Institute of Dayton at 937-734-8660 or heartinstitute at premierhealth.com. Proceeds benefit the Heart Institute of Dayton, an affiliate of Good Samaritan Hospital, whose mission is to improve the quality of cardiovascular health in the Dayton region through education. Spectrum is increasing our starting internet speed to 100 megabits per second, and it's still just $29.99 when bundled. We're talking unlimited, no-holds-barred 100 megabits internet, so you can stream all you can stream, and download, and game. You get the idea, and no data caps. We've unleashed 100 megabit starting speeds for the same great price, just $29.99 when bundled. Visit Spectrum.com for details. Restrictions apply. Scattered showers moving through the Miami Valley this morning. Temperatures in the 40s. Breezy, though, making it feel a touch cooler. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and if you would like to get in on today's discussion, please call us here at the studio at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, and we'd be more than glad uh, to hear from you. I was talking before the break about a press release that was just distributed by the Violence Policy Center a couple weeks ago or last week. And um, I was talking just about gun control laws. And one of the other assertions that they make that I think is absolutely ridiculous, and I hope that there are people who have a reaction one way or another, in that they say that uh, they define states with weak gun violence prevention laws as those that add little or nothing to the federal law and have, here's the part that's pro- troublesome, have permissive law, laws governing the open or concealed carry of firearms in public. Kind of directly related to what I was saying and what Mark kind of um, emphasized before the break is just because they allow law-abiding citizens to carry guns to defend themselves, either concealed or open, they look at that as a negative. Now, here's what I know, being in law enforcement for almost 30 years, um, the law-abiding citizen in possession of a firearm for whatever reason is not the overwhelming, is not anywhere near the problem that the criminals who are unlawfully in possession of firearms are when it comes to violent crime. As a matter of fact, I feel totally comfortable in saying, and I think the statistics, if they ever gathered them, and it's hard to get the statistics because it requires multiple layers of, of analysis, but the overwhelming majority of people involved in firearms crimes that I was affiliated with in a variety of different jurisdictions were prohibited from owning, had multiple previous convictions, knew they shouldn't have guns, obtained the gun somehow illegally, either through theft, a straw purchase, or somebody giving it to them in some other capacity, illegally again. So their argument that that states that allow people to obtain firearms through legitimate means for carrying concealed and or open carry for purposes of self-defense or for any other reason that they would allow. They even argue that with uh, a few years back, there was a restriction on the importation of certain World War II vintage rifles from, I think it was South Korea. Is that right, Mark? Some of the the vintage rifles? Yeah, it's the the Garands that are being basically stored because they can't sell them. They belong to us, and we won't take them back. Right. And the the anti-gunners are making the argument that that's good, that law is good because it prevents violence. Well, let me tell you about the grands. The majority of the people that have grands have those for collection purposes, and the majority I know don't even shoot them, let alone even think about getting them involved in a crime. Here's another thing you got to understand about the grand. The parts and pieces and ammo are not real prevalent, and if somebody even thought about, they could do it. They certainly could do it. But again, I can't remember, and, and there's, if you, you heard of one, there might have been a case where somebody used a Garand rifle and walked into a bank and held up the bank. Maybe that's happened, but it's unlike, very unlikely, extremely unlikely. The other thing they assert in their article is that um, states that allow, quote, assault weapons, like the M4 rifle, AR-15, or similar type rifles, that they are more violent. There again, when you look at the number of criminal acts that have been committed with people using 
M4 AR style, style rifles. When you look at the total number of um, crimes, I feel safe in saying that that number is has at least three or four zeros in front of it, as, uh, in, in, in front of number one. So it's like one-tenth of one-hundredth of one percent or something like that. And I'm not, it, not a math a pretty guy. Small number, it's a pretty yeah. darn small number. Yeah, we, please, don't, please don't take us to task on that particular number. That just Especially that me. I make that there, up, yeah. okay, because math isn't my yeah. forte. 97.3% of all of Jeff's statistics are made up unless he's reading them <laughs> off that. That's uh, <laughs> exactly right. So when I come up, I, that's why I like to say at least three or four zeros because I don't really know what the, the actual number is, but I know it's a very small number. Um, so, you know, when you, you listen to articles or you read articles like this, you have to really, um, a, and again, their purpose is to get it out there because the unknowing and the people who don't have the background knowledge go, oh my goodness, since the Heller decision, there's been a 17% increase in uh, um, gun-related crime. Now, let's look at that. We know from what we've reported, what you see in the uniform crime reporting data, that Violent crime involving guns has exploded in some of our inner cities around the country. Chicago, Baltimore, Memphis, um, St. Louis. We know that they've exploded for a variety of reasons over the last eight years. I personally am not going to blame it on President Obama. There's a lot of other factors that were in play before he became president, were in play while he was in president. But I will tell you this. There was not an aggressive deterrence on a state and national basis to really turn that down. And I think things are changing. We don't have enough data yet. We'll have to see when 2017 and 2018 data, they only have the uniform crime reports are just now starting to post some of the early 2017 data. They don't have anything for the second half of the year because they always just out of necessity, the way the reporting and uh, well, it just goes. takes a while, it to, takes a while data, to get yeah. the data collected. So we'll have to see how, how things uh, turn out. So let's just wait and see. But I want to just tell all of you to look at articles like this with uh, scrutiny and caution. Make sure you try to fact, fact check. And you can bet that we're going to be on top of it because we have a lot of breadth and depth of knowledge when it comes to this topic. And the one thing I can tell you, if you have doubts about numbers, you could just go to the FBI Uniform Crime Reports and a couple other things I want to mention. Um, there's a lot of talk on the, the news, the fake news out there, that the police are the reason for problems in the inner city. And they say that police successes, police abuses, uh, police excessive use of force is a problem. Now, let me just give you some numbers relative to police um, shooting and killing of uh, suspects. From 2012 to 2016, the number of shootings by police of suspects that resulted in the suspects dying ranged from a low of 426 to a high of 471. Now, if you look at that relative to the total number of gun-related homicides, which uh, most people include suicides in that category, you had 300 or 38,000 plus or minus a few hundred total gun-related deaths in 2016. Of that, only 435 at the hand of the police, yet there were people who say that the police are the problem with a lot of the things that are going on. The statistics simply don't support that. There's just no evidence to that. Then the people who also say that justifiable homicide um, by citizens who are in lawfully carrying, listen to these numbers, from 2012 to 2016, that number of people, that the citizens who have killed bad guys in the legitimately, justifiably, ranged from a low of 270 in, in 2012 to a high of 338 in 2015, and it dropped to 331 in 2016. So again, you look at the total number of homicides by gun or deaths by gun, 38,000, and you look at justifiable homicide by citizens, 331. How can they possibly argue that the legitimate carry and use of firearms is a contributing factor to the problem. All right, we're going to take a break and head out into the newsroom with Damian Burrs. If you'd like to be part of the show, give us a call at 457-1290. We'll get to Lynn and Evan when we get back from the break. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. 
depend on it. It's 2.30. I'm Damian Burrs with the WHIO News Update. Our top story, it seems there's very little Democrats and Republicans can agree on. This holds true when it comes to whether President Trump wanted to fire Special Counsel Mueller last year or not. Tracking rain for the rest of today. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic. The highways are accident free at this hour. If you're traveling southbound on 75 from I-72 Route 35, that nine mile drive has taken about nine minutes. Our top story, as as it seems almost normal in Washington, both Democrats and Republicans are saying two different things in regards to Trump wanting to fire Mueller. President Trump reportedly relented when the White House counsel said the move would be catastrophic and threatened to quit. The White House has repeatedly denied the president had considered getting rid of the special counsel as a way to stop the Russia probe. WHIO team coverage, new information in the story we've been following. According to Major Scott Reeve, Middletown cops have filed charges against a man they believe has been following females in his car and exposing himself. Reeve said he has been watching females while following them and masturbating. Detectives charged David Smith with two counts of misdemeanor public indecency. Reeve also stated the 33-year-old man has no previous record. Gil Roberts' defense team gets creative why Roberts had a banned system, a banned substance in his system. The Court of Arbitration for Sports sided with the defense provided by Olympic gold medalist Gil Roberts, saying his positive test for a banned substance was the result of making out with his girlfriend. Roberts was suspended last May for a positive drug test for probenicid, but the decision was reversed in July by an arbitrator who upheld the sprinter's defense that the drug was in his system due to frequent tongue kissing. Fox News' Matt Napolitano, police are investigating a shooting in the 1100 block of Southwestern Avenue in Springfield where two victims have been wounded. Springfield Police Lieutenant Jeff Williams said one person wounded by gunfire has been confirmed, but there are no information about the second victim or the circumstances of the shooting. No arrests have been made, but we are working to learn more. Stay tuned to WHIO.com for breaking news. Kettering police are looking for a man they say has dementia and doesn't have his medication. 85-year-old Willie Coble left his home on Croftshire Drive around 10 Thursday morning and hasn't been back. Coble is also a diabetic and dependent on insulin. WHIO's Ron Otto says you can see a picture of Coble and the type of vehicle he's likely driving on our website, whio.com. Here's the exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast from meteorologist McCall Vrydags. A cold front brings rain to the Miami Valley for your Saturday, a little breezy at times as well. Although temperatures are above average, the winds will make it feel cooler. Highs for today in the upper 40s. Later tonight, we dry out. Clouds break just a bit, turning colder as we fall to a low near 30 degrees. Tomorrow, we're back to the middle 40s with a little bit more sunshine. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Looking at the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar, there's scattered showers all about the Miami Valley, but right now it's 45 degrees in Troy, 44 degrees in Springfield, and 44 degrees in Dayton at 2.33. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Damian Burrs on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover our big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks and trucks to get you through the winter snow. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale Chevrolet. Here with hope for today. Lead pastor of Fairhaven Church, David Smith. For some of us, the start of a new year is a chance to begin again, an opportunity to start over and to do something different as a result of what we've learned in recent months. 
for others, it's a time of great pain, grieving the loss of loved ones, a job, or maybe dealing with the regret of choices we've made. There is a way to overcome. Remarkably, most things we think are hopeless really aren't. There's always hope. You can overcome. At Fairhaven, we're different people, yet remarkably alike, on a journey with our own stories, brought together by an amazing hope, which we don't have to do anything to earn. We just need to accept. We'd love to have you join us. Hope for Today with David Smith, lead pastor, with campuses in Centerville, Northmont, and Springboro. For information, visit fairhaven.church. Fairhaven Church. Find hope. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. WHIO. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip. We're glad that you've joined us this Saturday afternoon. If you'd like to find out more about the show, you can go to our website at sim-trainer.com slash radio, and you'll find other information about the show. You'll also find a link to our podcast, and you can find our Facebook link there or on the bottom of any page on our website. Uh, follow us on Facebook as well. We'd love to uh, get your input and any of uh, many of the reviews that Jeff has done. There'll be a link posted to those uh, videos as well. And that's a, a lot of way you can find some information about new guns that have released, some things that we have in our, available in our range program, and other opportunities that you have at Sim Trainer if you'd like to uh, participate in those. Let's go out to the phones and uh, try to bring some other folks into this discussion. We'll talk with Lynn, who's calling from Fairborn. Lynn, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Jeff. Uh, yesterday I purchased a pistol from a private owner. Um, we did a, a receipt with the serial number listed, the model of a, the the, uh, the gun. Uh, even, we even notarized, you know, buyer and seller. Uh, both parties are non-felons, and I've known the person over 20 years. Did I miss anything, or uh, could you guide me through the process of purchasing from a private owner. You have more than covered the bases that are necessary. The main thing to ensure is that the person that you're buying from is someone who is a, also a resident of Ohio. So if you're checking a driver's yes. license, that manages it. And that because for a handgun, that's the requirement in order to do a personal transfer, both of the transferees need to be residents of the same state and the state in which the transfer occurs. So okay, that's correct. Yeah, that's and be, beyond that, there's really nothing more that you have to do. All of those things that you did are responsible and will help you should you ever need to show how it is that you got this gun, uh, if you ever need to show you know what a license, uh, the uh, serial number was for the purposes of uh, reporting a theft, for example, you have all that documentation. Uh, for the person who's selling it to you, that person needs to know that you're not a felon uh, and or have at least no reason to believe that you are a felon because that is the duty of the seller as well as okay. knowing that the person that you're selling to is a resident of your state. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like we did everything correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would all say right. that I'd say that you did everything just, you know, textbook uh, safety in terms of, of how that would go. Okay. Thanks a lot. Lynn, thank you for calling the show. There's a couple other things I want to add to that just from years of law enforcement experience and listening to people that have been involved in private sales. Two clues that I think people should look for is when you're buying a gun, um, if somebody offers to sell you a gun, for example, and no magazines, um, that should at least be a clue as to how they came in possession of that firearm. And it would be a question you could ask. So all you're required to do is take reasonable measures to make sure the gun you're buying is not stolen or otherwise illegally um, uh, obtained. Um, so that would be a clue. The other thing that I seen come up in uh, saw in reports is that um, the person selling the gun has little knowledge about the gun itself, the make, the model, the caliber, um, the history of the gun. They might just say, hey, I wanna sell this gun and I'm gonna take, uh, they don't have any concept of value. Let's take, for example, a used Glock 17. 
Um, let's say it, uh, maybe we don't know for sure, but it looks like in some pretty good shape, but somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, I'll sell you this used Glock 17 for a hundred bucks. Um, I'd be a little bit leery of that because that would be a gun that should bring between 350 and $400 used, depending on condition, number of magazines, that sort of thing, whether or not it has a case could be another factor. So all you're required to do is take reasonable measures to ensure that the gun's not stolen. And the nice thing that Lynn just mentioned from the previous call, I think that's key. He knew the person for some 20 years. Um, I personally don't buy guns from private individuals that I don't have any knowledge of. That's just my personal practice. There's plenty of other things out there that I can get through the legitimate channels where I don't even have to be concerned about it. Um, so I just wanted to add that extra point because okay. people sometimes wonder. But thanks for your call, Lynn. Thank you, sir. Thanks very much for calling the show. Let's uh, jump out and talk to Evan, who's calling from Dayton. Evan, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be on here. Uh, my grandfather has an H&R handygun that he got from his father. And we're, I know there's some something, uh, you know, you're not supposed to have it or, or whatever, but I'm not really quite sure what to do with it. You know, he wanted to pass it down to me, but I'm not really sure what the, the regulations are with that. Uh, what is a H&R handygun? I'm it's, not... It's like a long-barreled uh, pistol that I, I think it takes like a, a 410 shell. And okay. uh, I don't know why it would not be something that you could have. Okay. I, what, what, I what was your concern? To, what was your concern, was, Evan? I, I read that, you know, somewhere that it, it fell into the, the, the category of like a sawed-off shotgun because it does take a shotgun shell and... Um, you know, he had the concern that, you know, he didn't want to try and take it somewhere to get it sold and, and be told, you know, he couldn't have it or we had to have the firing pin removed or something like that. Okay, now you said that the, it is a handgun or, do a, you do, or, or could, it be, could it be a rifle that can be fired like a handgun? No, it's, I mean, it's technically a pistol. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hold uh, the, the barrel of it like you would a rifle. Right. Um, but it's back from, you know, I think the 30s. Sure, sure. And I got I, I don't know about that gun. We will do some research on that to maybe help you out. Um, but um, the that particular model gun or manufacturer was prominent in the early. Sent, there's still some, what's the H in Richardson? It's what in Richardson, Mark? It's Hen, Henry Richardson. Hen, I can't remember. Asking what the, the wrong guy. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a more, um, oh gosh, it's. It's a collectible type gun. The problem is some of the federal firearms laws can get kind of uh, confusing when it has to do with whether a gun constant, if it be, is a pistol or a rifle. It's Harrington so, and Richardson. Harrington and Richardson, yeah. And um, uh, you, you'd have to make sure that it falls in one category or the other. And the bottom line is um, the situation in which you obtained it was legitimate. And um, you could, the best thing to do, I would say, was get a hold of somebody at the Ohio Gun Collectors Association. Make sure you have, a, does it have a serial number visible? I believe it does, yeah. Yeah, it, ha it should have a serial number if it was, you know, manufactured uh, legitimately and the serial number hasn't um, been uh, obliterated. But just uh, let somebody at the Ohio Gun Collectors know what you have there and they could tell you, number one, if it's legal to possess or what you would need to do to continue to possess it or if you have to turn it in to be to be destroyed. Um, it was something that you inherited from your grandfather in a situation where I assume he passed away and somebody passed it on to you. Right. My, yeah. my guess would be just based on what little information I've been able to pull up is that it might fall in the category of a short barreled rifle, in which case you would need to have a, a permit, go through the permitting process to transfer that. But short barreled rifles, unlike automatic weapons, don't have the you know they're they're not the same kind of uh, must have been registered by uh, 1986 when you could no longer get a uh, a rifle or a, a fully automatic weapon that had not already been registered a civilian is not allowed to own that so that does not fall in this case so it's possible that you may have to do some kind of a transfer uh, but and that's from what I can see. That's the most that it would be, and it certainly isn't something that would need to be destroyed as, uh, as okay. a result of, at least from the very small amount of information that I've been able to get in the last few minutes. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks okay. for calling the and, show. And to all our listeners, the Ohio Gun Collectors Association is a wealth of information for uh, topics such as uh, the concerns Evan has relative to a gun that he's inherited. I want to take a, a few minutes now to let our listeners know about a uh, partnership that we've entered into with Field and Stream. 
Um, in order to be able to bring our uh, customers a broader selection at great values, we've formed a partnership uh, with Field and Stream, particularly in, or in particular the store down here on Austin Boulevard, so that we can bring you firearms, ammos, and accessories at great prices and with a very wide selection. Um, I want to encourage our listeners, if you happen to be out and about on Sunday, to stop in the store. Uh, in the Field and Stream store on Austin Boulevard, in, on Austin Boulevard between 12 and 6, we're going to have a table set up at the gun counter, and we're going to help be helping them, uh, being promote kind of promote both businesses. Um, in particular, we're going to be there talking about what we have to offer at Sim Trainer. If you're thinking about buying a gun, this is one of the biggest things that we've done to formulate, or was kind of a catalyst to this relationship. I want to encourage you to stop down at Sim Trainer between 1 and 5. And try out a gun you might be thinking about buying before you go down to um, a Field and Stream and buy it. Because uh, many people will run into a different store, whether it's Field and Stream or any other gun dealer, and they'll buy a gun. Then they'll go to a range and shoot it and realize that's not the gun for them. In our Try Before You Buy It program, which costs $10 plus the box of ammo, we have between 40 and 50 of the most popular guns on the market. Guns like the Glock 19, the Smith & Wesson M&P Shield, the Springfield XD Mod 2, 3 or 4 inch, the Ruger LCP, the LC9S, and a variety of the other popular guns. Now, we don't have a whole array of every gun that's on the market. We probably don't even have half the guns that are on the market. But what we know, based on what people come to class with and what we know is hot in the industry, we have most all of the major guns. And due to our affiliation with uh, Field and Stream, we've added and we're going to be adding even additional guns so that people can take advantage of the try it before you buy it. Come down to our place, try the gun, then go back to Field and Stream and try it. And it's a great opportunity for you to uh, uh, find out the gun that's right for you. And, I wanna, and that applies even though we have this relationship with Field and Stream. If you have a gun dealer that you do your business with, somebody that you've built a partnership with, and you you want to buy a gun, you know, again, if they don't have a range, we strongly recommend that you shoot a gun very much like the one you're looking at buying before you go to buy the firearm. So it, it's always best to do that before you buy it rather than get it, try it, and not like it. No matter what, you know, that it, you, it just works so much better for everybody involved. A couple other things that were instrumental in me deciding to do this was that, um, number one, Field and Stream has tremendous buying power, which brings you great selection at great value. Also, they pay cash for guns, and they use fair blue book pricing. So if you have used guns that you either want to – get some value for, or more particularly, you want to trade in to get something, maybe you have an older gun and you want to trade in for something more modern, they actively are engaged in buying used guns. So I want you to give them an opportunity to price the gun to see if you think it's fair. In addition, they have what's called a best price guarantee. Now here's what that means. If you find a lower advertised price anywhere where it's advertised and you can produce that, they'll match the price. Now, that's particularly relevant because you may find a gun and maybe you're price seeking and you might find a gun for $549 on one website and they're offering it for $579. They're, no, they're not even going to fret about it. Their best price guarantee just says that all you have to do is show them the advertised price and they will match it. Now, why that's important tomorrow? Tomorrow, they are releasing for sale, I think they have a dozen of the Ruger pistol caliber carbines. In their flyer, which is uh, you, some of you may have gotten it at home, it starts tomorrow. The sale goes from the 28th of January to February 10th. They have that gun as one of their feature guns on the front page, the new Ruger pistol caliber carbine, which you can find out a whole lot about by, by going to our website, clicking on the news tab, and in the drop-down box, just take a look at the YouTube video I did for a, a review last week. It's only about 13 minutes long. It's a pretty thorough review, both of the gun. It's kind of an overview of its features and how it shoots, both with its regular uh, iron sights and with a, an optic. But you can take a look at that and see if you want it. And again, they only have a dozen, and I suspect they'll all sell tomorrow. All right, we need to take our last break for the hour, but if you'd like to get in on the last part of the show, give us a call at 457-1290, and we'll get your call up on the board and get you on the air. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate controlled for your year round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay as you go and year long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com Attention hunters, target shooters, collectors. The Springfield Gun Show returns to the Clark County Fairgrounds this weekend. The Springfield Gun Show, always on target. With everything you need for the shooting sports and self-defense, take advantage of discount gun show prices on modern, antique, and collectible firearms, rifles, shotguns, handguns, knives of every description, ammo, hunting supplies, reloading supplies, optics, camo, military surplus, military antiques, coins, books, and much more. Don't miss your chance to buy, sell, trade up, and cash in at the Springfield Gun Show at the Clark County Fairgrounds, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 9 to 4. Admission $7. Children under 12, free with adult. Saturday admission good for both days. Free parking. The Springfield Gun Show this weekend at the Clark County Fairgrounds, I-70, exit 59 in Springfield. More info and dollar off admission coupon at cegunshows.com. That's cegunshows.com. See at the show. Please join Baseball Hall of Famer Rod Carew at this year's Family Heart and Sports Community Conversation Series on Wednesday, January 31st at 7 p.m. at the Dayton Marriott. Tickets are available by contacting the Heart Institute of Dayton at 937-734-8660 or heartinstitute at premierhealth.com. Proceeds benefit the Heart Institute of Dayton, an affiliate of Good Samaritan Hospital, whose mission is to improve the quality of cardiovascular health in the Dayton region through education. Have you heard? Everybody Fitness is expanding by taking over all Premier Fitness locations. We are celebrating by offering the chance to work out for only $9.95 per month with no contract. That's right. Join and pay only $9.95 per month with no long-term commitment. Everybody Fitness is committed to having the nicest, cleanest, most equipped clubs in town for a great workout experience. So come and work out on tons of exercise machines and rows and rows of cardio for only $9.95 per month. Stop in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. At Casey's General Stores, we're known for our fresh food, hot coffee, clean stores, and friendly faces. But we're famous for our pizza, perfectly handcrafted with made-from-scratch dough, 100% real mozzarella, and fresh ingredients. Now your community can get to know Casey's, too. We're opening new locations in Jackson Center, Union City, and New Lebanon. So what are you waiting for? Come home to Casey's. Casey's, famous for pizza. Okay, what's the best way to eat the basket meals at Frisch's Big Boy? With your hands? A fork? Chopsticks? Oh, who cares? It's basket time, and we're throwing the rules out the window. Within reason, of course. Try spicy buffalo bites or popcorn shrimp, both with crinkle-cut fries. Or Frisch's fish and chips with tartar sauce. Mmm, all served with a drink for just $6.99 each. Yeah, bring on the baskets. Limited time, only at participating Frisch's. As we all know, life can bring about many challenges. Fortunately, some you can expect and plan for. By joining the McAfee Comfort Club, we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time, McAfee. Hi, this is Chuck Oliver, best-selling author and retirement protection architect. Let me teach you the triple tax saving solution as we find numerous baby boomers leaving unnecessary tax on the table. I want to teach you how you can eliminate taxes legally on getting the money out of your IRAs, 
on the sale of a highly appreciated asset like your business or a piece of real estate, as well as the annual unnecessary taxation on your income for those of you still working. Go to taxesaved.com, taxesaved.com. Belmont Business Consultants and Tax Services invite you to support the University of Dayton women's basketball team this season by going to see them play at the UD Arena. For ticket information, call 937-229-4433. That's 229-4433. Rain likely for your Saturday with pockets of moderate downpours, breezy and chilly with highs in the middle to upper 40s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show and how time flies when you're having a good time. Uh, right before the break, I mentioned that uh, we're going to be down at uh, Field and Stream tomorrow for a big promo that uh, we're kind of jointly involved in. And I, I talked about the Ruger pistol caliber carbine. I've talked on previous shows about the increased popularity of pistol caliber carbines in the sport, in the shooting sports. And I want to um, let you know just a little bit about this gun, the pistol caliber carbine. Um, it's in the takedown configuration, just like some of the 1022 rifles. So it's really easy to take down and put in a sling pack and transport wherever you're going to go. It also, one interesting feature, it has several interesting features. Perhaps the most interesting is it has an interchangeable magazine well, which allows you to either, it comes from the factory uh, with uh, SR9 magazines. However, it can be changed out to accept any of the Glock 19, or I'm sorry, any of the Glock 9mm mags, whether it's the 26, the 19, the 34 or the 17 so um it, and also that has the 33 round uh, capa- 31 round capacity extended magazine which Happy a lot stick. of the yeah <laughs> which a lot of the um a pistol caliber carbine shooters like especially for competition um it has an ambidextrous um, um magazine release button and an a- ambidextrous bolt bolt lever um you simply uh for the mag- uh, magazine release you just take the fire control mechanism out and switch the magazine release out and for the bolt um, handle all you have to do is unscrew it and put it over to the other side it has a, a fixed front blade sight and a ghost ring rear sight it also has a picatinny rail on the top of the gun so you obviously could add an optic um, and again i want to encourage you to go to our website uh, at sim-trainer.com click on the news tab and in the drop down box you'll see the pistol caliber carbine review and if you look at that you'll see that i simply mounted a out of the box true glow very inexpensive sight i didn't sight it in or anything and um, I was shooting very accurate groups. It was a little high and a little bit to the right only because, like I told you, I didn't do any adjustment to that, and I did that on purpose. I just wanted to show you how versatile this gun was, and with a simple a few uh, turns, clicks of the, the adjustment screws, you can dial that red dot in in no time at all. So uh, the Ruger um, pistol caliber carbine, I think, is going to be a great option. Uh, it's going to be at a great price point. They're going to have it on sale tomorrow for five hundred ninety-nine ninety-five. Um, that gun uh, is new to the market. There are very few of them out there. A matter of fact, they told me to make sure that I mentioned that they're going to have about a dozen in stock tomorrow. And once people find out about them, and since it's on the front page of their ad, everybody they're that goes know. to Field and Stream is <laughs> going to know. So I imagine there'll be a line waiting for them because there's already a lot of people that want them. But if you want to stop down, we've added it as a demo gun to our uh, Try It Before You Buy It program. For $10 plus the price of a box of ammo, you can come down and try the Ruger Pistol Caliber Car being at sim trainer you have a couple hours left today we're open till five o'clock and then you come down as i mentioned between one and five no matter if you want to come down and shoot that gun or any other gun you're thinking about buying before you head on down to field and stream and the nice thing about field and stream on sunday evenings they're open i believe till eight o'clock so um, even if you would come down late in the afternoon and uh, uh, try the gun you'll still have time to run down to field and stream and buy it if you choose to do that assuming they still have any left by that time yeah well again whether it's the the pistol caliber carbine or others and uh But uh, one other thing I want to mention, like I said earlier, make sure you understand they give fair prices for trade guns. So if you're interested in trading something in, I'm sure they're going to give you a value. And you always have the option to say yay or nay and or negotiate. And uh, it's ultimately going to be what they're willing to pay and you're willing to accept, uh, whether it's in trade or in actual cash. So I I want to let that be known. So they've got uh, the best price guarantee. Also, if you find a, any gun listed at a particular price somewhere else, as long as you can produce the ad, they're not going to bicker much with you. They'll match match that price. Now, this one, because it is it is in such short supply, my guess is there probably will be a line of folks who are uh, waiting to check in. I'm guessing, especially since it was on the front page of the their their ad and it's so new. 
And pistol caliber carbine is something that people are doing a lot of now. All right, we are done for today. Uh, the next thing after the news is they're going to be going out to St. Louis with the Dayton Flyers. We uh, Stick around for that. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.